No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. It's rare that a person is known by his donkey, but in the case of the prophet Balaam, this is quite true. Today we will look at one of the most curious stories in the Bible to see that God can use anyone to accomplish His will. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers chapter 22 on Simply the Bible. Today we come to one of the most unusual stories in the Bible. And if you're an animal lover, I think you're going to like this one. We're continuing the story of Balaam, an Old Testament prophet from whom we get some of the most amazing prophecies, but who is also a notorious character who is spoken against three times in the New Testament. Balak, the king of Moab, wanted to hire Balaam to curse Israel, and he sent a delegation of elders. When Balaam inquired of the Lord, God said not to go with them, for the children of Israel were a blessed people. So Balak sent another delegation, and Balaam asked the Lord again. This time God told Balaam that he could go with them, but he warned him not to go beyond his word. So Balaam saddled up his donkey to go with the delegation back to Balak. We pick it up in Numbers twenty-two, twenty-two. Then God's anger was aroused because he went. The fact that God was angry with Balaam for going shows that Balaam's heart was not right in this. And God knew it. God knows our hearts. He searches our hearts. Now, the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the way and went into the field. So Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back onto the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow place between the vineyards with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pushed herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall. So he struck her again. Then the angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn either to the right hand or to the left. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam's anger was aroused, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Now, in the New King James Version, angel is capitalized, meaning that the translators believe that this was a theophany, or a pre-incarnate manifestation of Jesus Christ. He is the angel of the Lord. Much later, Jesus would warn people against the doctrine of Balaam in his letter to the church of Pergamos in Revelation. I find it interesting that Jesus was originally present to witness this reckless prophet in his course. Now, it is interesting that the donkey saw the angel, but Balaam did not. And why not? Covetousness so gripped his heart that all he saw was the reward Balak was offering. Greed distorts a person's perspective. The love of money is the root of all evil, and it blinds a person to spiritual truth. Balaam was 
headed straight for a drawn sword, but he was oblivious. Three times the donkey saw the danger and maneuvered to save her master. And each time, Balaam struck her. The third time, the donkey lay down because there was nowhere to go. This was too much for Balaam to handle. So he became so incensed that he started beating this poor donkey with his staff. He was literally beside himself with rage. Verse 28. Then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, Eeyah, what have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? And Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have abused me. I wish there were a sword in my hand, for now I would kill you. So the donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden ever since I became yours to this day? Was I ever disposed to do this to you? And he said, No. Now, Bible skeptics have a problem with this story because they say that it is impossible for a donkey to talk because donkeys don't have a voice box or larynx. I'm sorry, isn't that like stating the obvious? Isn't the whole point that this is a miracle? God gave the ability to this donkey to speak. Who was it that gave man his ability to speak? Who made the mouth? Who made the larynx? Couldn't our creator do the same thing for a donkey on the spot if he wanted to? You know, how big is your God, really? Now, Peter gives us an interesting insight into this in his second letter. Speaking of false prophets who have infiltrated the church, Peter said in 2 Peter 2.15, They have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked for his iniquity. A dumb donkey, speaking with a man's voice, restrained the madness of the prophet. Frankly, the part of this story that I find most fascinating isn't that the donkey speaks, but that Balaam talks back to her. He's so livid. He's so crazy because the donkey keeps him from his potential prophet that he carries on a conversation with her as though this is all normal. What's even more bizarre was that the female donkey spoke with a man's voice, but Balaam didn't even seem to notice. Balaam accused the donkey of abusing him, but he was the one beating her and then threatening to kill her. The donkey had to talk sense into Balaam. How dull we become and how insensitive toward others when we are consumed with our own lust. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out to stand against you because your way is perverse before me. The donkey saw me and turned aside from me these three times. If she had not turned aside from me, surely I would also have killed you by now and let her live. Truly, Balaam was blind to the angel until the Lord opened his eyes. And I wonder how many times are we going about something in a reckless path and and God is 
putting something in the middle of our path to stop us, but we don't even realize it's the Lord. We're blind because we're so set on getting what we want. But the Lord has to open our eyes to see his hand stopping us from a reckless path. Then the angel of the Lord rebuked Balaam for the way he mistreated his donkey and also because his way was perverse before him. He let Balaam know that if the donkey hadn't seen him, then he would be dead meat by now and the donkey would have lived. I think this tells us something about God's concern and his care for the animals that he's created. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know you stood in the way against me. Now, therefore, if it displeases you, I will turn back. Now, I'm curious, what sin is Balaam confessing? It seems to me that the sin that he's confessing is beating his donkey because he didn't see the angel. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you, angel. Uh, That's why I beat my donkey. But he doesn't seem to be repentant over his perverse way. He does, however, say, look, I'll go back if you want me to go back. And it would seem that there was something inside Balaam that knew that he was sort of twisting the Lord's arm to go to begin with. Then the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, go with the men, but only the word that I speak to you, that you shall speak. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. Again, the Lord is telling him, listen, only speak the word that I tell you to speak. The Lord only warns us about things because we need to hear it. And God could see what was going to happen. He knew what Balaam was going to do. But God went on record now two times telling him, look, you do not go beyond what I have said. And I wonder how many times the Lord sees that we are headed down a reckless path. And he has to tell us and warn us of things. And we're saying, ah, don't worry about it, Lord. I've got this covered You know, but God sees and he warns us because we need the warning. We need to pay attention when he does that. He only does that because he wants to protect us from harm. Now, when Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the city of Moab, which is on the border at the Arnon, the boundary of the territory. Then Balak said to Balaam, did I not earnestly send to you calling for you? Why did you not come to me? Am I not able to honor you? Now, this would be a red flag for me. Number one, that Balak was so impatient about Balaam not getting there earlier. You know, part of the problem was is that Balak's delegation never really told him the whole truth that the reason Balaam didn't come is because God told him not to. But still, Balak was so set on getting Balaam there And he was impatient. And to me, impatience is not a good sign. When you see somebody like that, you know that their heart's not in the right place. They're trying to make this happen uh, rather than seeking the will of the Lord. But notice here, he's throwing out here the, the bait. Am I not able to honor you? And here was the temptation for Balaam. You know, Satan always knows what sort of temptation to feed us. He searches for our weak areas. And you can bet that he's going to bring a temptation to your area of weakness. He studies us. And this was Balaam's area of weakness. He wanted the honor. He wanted the wealth. And Balaam said to Balak, Look, I have come to you 
Now have I any power at all to say anything? The word that God puts in my mouth, that I must speak. So Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kirjath Yuzoth. Then Balak offered oxen and sheep, and he sent some to Balaam and to the princes who were with him. You can just see the tension going on here in Balaam, just the fight, the inward struggle. He wants to keep the word of the Lord. He wants to fear God, but he also wants the reward. And that's our problem. The spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit so that you do not do what you want. But the Bible says that if we will walk in the spirit, then we won't gratify the desires of the flesh. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com and click on the program archives and scroll down to Simply the Bible. Tomorrow we will see that as the word of the Lord comes to Balaam, he blesses rather than curses Israel, much to the chagrin of the king who hired him. It gives us an insight into how God views his people. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Numbers on Simply the Bible.